Welcome back, radio entrepreneurs, listeners, and fans. I'm producer Nathan Gobes. I'm excited to actually be side by side with Jeffrey Davis this morning. Usually I'm filling in, but today I'm joining him. Uh, and we're excited to introduce our next guest, Irini Schlosser, uh, president of Diania Health. Welcome, Irini. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Uh, nice to meet you. Nice to be here this morning. And thank you, Nathan. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, can you tell us about uh, the company and what it does exactly? Sure, absolutely. Um, so we've developed a clinical natural language processing. Um, and for, for many of you that, that may know the industry or may not know the industry, um, a lot of healthcare data is buried in physician notes within medical records. And a lot of this data and information is descriptive in format. It's riddled with shorthand abbreviations. And so we've developed several layers of our own proprietary tool that can make sense of that information, um, extract very valuable data points, and then uh, apply that in a de-identified manner for clinical research. So we can um, match patients, uh, anonymized patients that fit trial criteria for participation, or we can build real-world data-based cohorts for external control arms and studies. Um, not to go into too much details about what that is, but basically instead of a real living patient cohort going through a control arm, which would be standard of care plus control, that's when we can do an in silico data-based profile of a patient. So a historical profile of patient that can substitute instead of a real patient having to go through a um, standard of care plus placebo in a randomized control arm of a study. So we're, we're pretty excited about how we're launching. Um, we work with pharma companies and then we go into uh, and, and partner with the trial sites that are the healthcare systems that they work with um, for treating these patients that are under clinical studies. So uh, I'm gonna try to dumb it down for our uh, listeners who are not medically oriented. Uh, mm -hmm. what kind of pharmaceutical company would use you and what would be the benefit to them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we really try to tackle the most difficult part of the problem first, um, which were the very, very complex clinical trial criteria that are time sensitive, both for the pharma companies, the patients and the physicians. Um, that's, uh, really first and foremost for us, it was oncology. And then secondly, um, in parallel, we started focusing on autoimmune diseases. So pharma companies that are bringing drugs to market in those two categories, whether it be um, from phase one all the way through phase four of clinical studies, we can start with a protocol, um, deconstruct it and map it out to data attributes and then go find the exact data that would fit um, their protocol criteria for research. So they get to market faster instead of having to wait almost in some cases up to two years to find patients that fit trial criteria. And then the patients who are seeking access for these drugs right now are found at the time and moment they, they need to be found to be able to have those other alternatives after they, in many cases, they, they've tried previous um, approved uh, standard of care line of therapy, lines of therapy. So this is sort of part of the whole process of challenging what I consider to be the old medical pharmaceutical timeline. And mm -hmm. part, you're part of that whole process of speeding everything up. Correct. Exactly. Because normally, you know, a pharma company will call up the physician and say, how many patients do you think you'll have that all fit these criteria? And the physician, you know, it might be a very educated guess, but it's still a guess at the end of the day. So it's, you know, finger in the air, six. 
Um, and so instead of the physicians giving an educated guess and then having their team do manual chart review and just reading patient files or just waiting for the patient to get referred to them, um, we can automate that portion of the query down to a pretty accurate degree as long as the criteria are um, uh, not subjective or vague. So how did you get into this business? What led, what was the process <laughs> that led to the starting of this company? Great question. Um, you know, I, I, I want to say I've always kind of been very close to the medical field growing up in a family of all physicians. Um, and I even as a high school job almost 20 years ago was digitizing my father's patient records. So that back in the day, those were paper and you had um, effectively it was my job to determine who was an active patient who hadn't been there in 10 years and then did decipher the scribbling on paper. So um, I've always been very close to the space, I was finishing in biochemistry when I decided to become the only non-physician in my family, um, accidentally fell into investment banking and finance, where I worked on about $60 billion worth of transactions, mergers and acquisitions transactions within a couple of years um, uh, out of college. And then towards the end, started worked on a couple of technology deals, fell in love with technology, learned to code, did a program at MIT, and then the last 10 years have just been focusing on machine learning. So when digitization of medical records in the US kind of came to a full, uh, well, I would say partial completion, um, you know, it was kind of the perfect storm where I had a fantastic network of, of software engineers and teams that we've been focused, that we had been focused in the past on machine learning and a great um, uh, team of clinicians that I could call upon to see basically how does the physician think and from a data-driven um, perspective, which is a, it's quite a unique philosophy because physicians are used to just having everything you know, sitting in their brain and making a decision as they need to on the fly based off of um, what they've been taught as standard of care. And so breaking that down mathematically into rule-based um, methodologies has been a really interesting process overall. You know, I asked the physician, so how many patients do you typically see that would have XYZ characteristic? Or what would you, um, what would be the line of therapy for a patient who has, you know, these characteristics? And the answer always starts out with, it depends. And so when they give me the answer, it depends. I need to have a mathematical breakdown of a, a almost all, down to the exact um, level of like what they would expect to see percentage wise in terms of estimates of how often they see each characteristic on a daily basis. And so I think breaking down the clinician's job at that level is something they hadn't really experienced before. And that's what's been making this the most fun because it's, you're right, it's, it's really been an industry that's been bogged down by a lot of um, just uh, manual inefficiencies that they don't need to be. So our goal was really to help the physicians and help the clinical research process by augmenting it and not to not to replace it. Well, my experience has been it's been a very it's a traditional industry. They do things it is. the way it worked in the past. The tr yep. tried and true. Uh, exactly. <laughs> now, uh, are you already in a positive revenue model, or are you still in the startup stage? Um, so we are actually, and I, I think, you know, since we last, uh, since we first spoke, 
Um, we were just starting our, our first commercialization of projects. So we are we are safely into our first um, pharma contracts and then executing at a few trial sites. So um, under CDAs with every uh, confidentiality agreements with everyone, so I can't say too much more details, but we are uh, officially in the revenue phase of the business. Uh, is this your first entrepreneurial venture? No, this is this is technically my third, um, and you can debate a few more ventures that I had done before that as well. So I've I've been an entrepreneur to the the core for most of my life. Um, when I first left Morgan Stanley, it was that was really my first business, and by default, I had to I realized I had to learn how to code just to be able to build out something technologically and manage teams. So. That was really where I got my feet wet. And I would say that between my first business and this business, um, you know, what, what took me two years to figure out then takes would actually took me about two weeks in this business. So there's a huge learning curve um, that comes between doing it for the first time. And I think that it, it's irregardless of, of age or experiences beforehand. It really it's different when you're when you're building something that's your own and you know you have the entire um, risk on your back. Uh, and then it's about building teams that, that can inspire leaders within those teams to take initiative and, and really, um, get things done and drive to drive to execute for completion. Well, that's, it's quite a story. And currently you're located in California, if I'm correct, but I know you've been in Boston more than I have recently. Where are you? <laughs> yes. where, where, yeah. where are you located? I um, so actually, and, and funny enough, I, so I've been in California the last uh, four or five years, have spent most of the last year in hotels peppered around the East Coast. Um, and that's basically been since, you know, the, the conference and in-person meetings started opening up. And, and given that the, the pharma companies are primarily located around the, in the Northeast, and I mean, you can, there, there are some obviously in, in San Diego and um and North Carolina as well, but I think those are kind of our, our main stomping grounds. So I'm usually somewhere in between those, <laughs> those two places. Uh, that's great. If someone were looking for you or the company wants more information, wants to understand it a little bit better, how would they find that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I think um, you can go firstly to our website at um, dianiahealth.com. That's D-Y-A-N-I-A. Uh, health.com. Um, it actually means genius health in, in Greek. So uh, that's the, the root of the word. And then um, uh, feel free to email me at info at uh, or email our team at info at dianiahealth.com. Great. I want to thank you for being on the show today. I thank Nathan also, my producer, for showing up. Uh, and we hope that uh, as time goes on, you'll continue to tell us and give us updates on the business. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks so much, Jeff. Nathan. Thank you. Thank you. And remind everybody, this is Radio Entrepreneurs.